I can't just be Emily Chadbourne knocking around at home in front of her laptop, like trying to create a business for herself, trying to help some women along the way. That's not who I have to be. and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast, your one-stop shop for all things personal, spiritual and business development. My name is Emily Chadbourne and I recorded this episode live through my YouTube channel. Now if you'd like to join me for a live broadcast, and you should because they're heaps of fun, then just head to the show notes for all of the details and make sure you're subscribed to my YouTube channel. As for this episode, I'd love it if you could share the shit out of it. Subscribe if you're on iTunes, leave a review wherever you're listening and most importantly, Enjoy. I was talking about three massive lessons that I have learned in business through the embodiment of the identity of CEO of my business. I hope you enjoy. All right, so today I just want to go through, I was just thinking about it this morning and I thought this is just like a really beautiful lesson to share. I want to go through some of the transformational stuff that's happened for me in my business over the last... I mean, God, the transformational stuff that's been happening in business has been going on since the day I started my own business. But, like, it's kind of really amped up over the last couple of years and, like, exploded over the last few months. And there are some really solid lessons that I have learned. Specifically, we're going to be looking today through the lens of hiring other people and bringing other contractors into the business and outsourcing. And this is also going to be relevant for, like, just business in general, like how we attract clients, how we are with clients, the vibe that we have around clients. Okay, so let me tell you a little story. So this all started with me feeling like I wanted a team in my business, not because I wanted a team, but because I was getting to the point where I knew that I could only excel and create growth really with some other experts on board. So I know what I'm really good at and I know what I love doing and I know the bits that light me up and I know the bits that make my soul sing that don't take me too much energy to do like this. Like I would do this all fucking day long. The bits that I don't love doing is anything technical. I'm really shit at design. I've tried so hard. Like my Canva looks like PowerPoint has just thrown up on it. Like it's just, it's not my jam. I don't enjoy doing it. It takes me a lot of time. I'm never happy with the result. I think other people can do it much better. And so part of what I have been sourcing or looking for has been somebody to come on board and help me with that. And as you guys know, or if you don't, then let me tell you, every Friday I release an email. It's called the Friday email. And it's just, I always want it to be jam-packed of really useful stuff, really fun stuff, recommendations, affirmations, journal prompts. And like, I have so much that I want to give in my Friday emails. And I love writing them. What I hate is sitting down and writing them and formatting them. And it gets to the point where like sometimes the idea of having to do that and trying to make them look pretty and just like trying to get the boxes in the right place, like it's just so not my jam and I just don't enjoy it. And it has created a resistance. It has created a barrier. It has created an energy between me creating the best Friday email possible for you guys and actually making that happen. And so I was like, okay, I just, I need to outsource this somebody else has to do this for me. I want to go back to enjoying writing Friday emails, giving you so much value that it's just completely unbelievable. And I'm not going to be doing that 
And I'm not doing that right now because of the resistance that I'm creating because I fucking hate the formatting and it doesn't look very good. My fire emails don't look very good. You know, they could be really slick. They could look really fucking beautiful and gorgeous. And I want that for you guys. I want that for you. I want you to open my Friday email and be like, fuck, that looks amazing. Not, that looks like a fucking fourth grader has put it together on a Word document, which is what it currently looks like. So, <clears throat> I've been sourcing a somebody who is fluent in Kajabi, which is the software that I use, and who can do the graphics and who can also do like a little bit of promotion around building the list. So like every week I'll be giving away a free meditation or a free journal prompt or, you know, a free video or a link to a blog, all exclusive to the email list. So like really building that. So like story slides and Instagram posts um, that are building into the email list so that I can grow that database because that's just a fucking smart business move. So I put a call out on a really well-known, huge, massive group called Like-Minded Bitches Drinking Wine. And as always happens in these, this sort of instance, all of these responses came, like this huge like torrent of comments. And it was quite overwhelming. And I really put off going into the comments and doing anything with it for a while because I just felt a bit like, oh, what do I do with all of these people? I wasn't really sure. And then I had a real fucking reminder that I am the CEO of my business. I am the chief executive officer of my business. And I have to stand in that role when I make these types of business decisions. I can't just be Emily Chadbourne knocking around at home in front of a laptop, like trying to create a business for herself, trying to help some women along the way. That's not who I have to be when I am making these business decisions. And I'm not making these business decisions on behalf of me. I'm making these decisions based on, on behalf of Unashamedly Human Proprietary Limited, which is the name of my company. And that is the person that has to rock up and cipher through all of the responses and decide who she's going to contact and how she's going to elicit what she needs from these people. So that was the first thing that happened. I was just like, I have to not be Emily Chabon or a version of Emily Chabon, but Emily Chabon CEO. Like I have to put that hat on. I have to step into that identity. So that's the first thing. Um, then what happened, and I thought this was really interesting, is that I realized I have to stop people pleasing. So the old way that I have made these sorts of decisions in the past, the old way that I have hired VAs, the old way that I have hired agencies, the old way that I have hired team members, and most of those haven't worked out. I'll be really honest because trial and error, I have learned this about myself, is that I do it through the lens of like not wanting to offend anyone or not wanting to make anyone feel awkward, heaven fucking forbid that my presence in this world makes somebody else feel fucking awkward, right? And so I've been really overly accommodating. I've been like going onto people's websites and being like, okay, these are the plans that they have to offer. Can I fit myself into one of these plans? Can I mold what I need into what this person is offering? Instead of being like, this is what my business needs. I don't give a fuck what your plans are. This is what my business needs. And we're either tailor making a specific plan to make my business needs happen or we're not working together. Either, like those, those are the two options. 
And again, this is coming from the energy of I'm the CEO of my company. I'm not making a, a business decision here based on it being personal. I'm making a business decision based on being the CEO of a company. And I have an objective for that company. I have KPIs for that company. I have a role that I have to play for that company. So that was a huge, massive thing for me. I had to stop looking. I just, I haven't looked at anyone's packages. Like I didn't go on and like, I looked at people's websites and I looked at people's Instagrams. And if no one had sent me an Instagram link or a website link, if they'd just been like, happy to help. Nope, not even getting back to you. I don't owe you a response. I do not owe you a response. I do not owe you a response. So anyone who sent me a link to a website, anyone who showed me a link to their portfolio, anyone who showed me the work that they could do, I logged on, I had a look, and I, I assessed the vibe. And some of them was like, whoa, no, immediately shut down, that's not for me. And some of them I was like, oh yeah, okay, I, I like the aesthetic. This aesthetic really, really speaks to me. And then I have just personally messaged all of those people with, and this is nothing I've ever done before, with a task which I will happily pay them for. I'm not asking them to do anything to me for me for free. I have given them the brief. So this is what I would expect from our contract together is a weekly email that goes out. I would send you the text and nothing else and links in a word document because that's how I work. I would, the text, the links, I would send you that. You would need to format it on Kajabi with my branding, make it look amazing, make it look fun, make it look sparkly, make it look inviting, make it look simple and clean. And I would also then expect that you would send me back some promotional stuff to start building people into that email list. Like, why do they want to have my email this week? What is inside that email this week that is really compelling to them that would make them want to sign up to the list if they're not already on it? or open the email if they're already on my list. And so I've given them an example of a meditation, for example. And then I've asked, and I've said, I'll pay for the graphic, but what story slides would you send me? And that felt really nerve wracking because a lot of people kind of was, were a bit like, well, what exactly do you want on the slides? And I was like, okay, then you're not the person for me. I don't want to feed this to you. I, 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 this is like a test. Like, do you have the, the expertise to be able to understand how I'm speaking to my audience or not? And if you don't, that's okay. It's not, it's not personal. I'm not judging you for it. Your agency or your company or your skill set is not what my, not what I, what my company currently needs. And that skill set that you have or the agency that you run might be perfect for somebody who's running a different company where they do want to feed every single piece of copy, where they do want to be like, I want this, 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 and this. And that's not how I'm choosing to run my company. And the way that I'm choosing to my, run my company, the way that somebody else is choosing to run their company is neither right and neither wrong. It's just the way that it is. It's just the way that it is. Which means that for every one of me who is not right for that um, agency or that small business owner and vice versa, there are a million who are. So I don't have to feel guilty because your brands and my brands don't align. I don't have to feel guilty that you are not the person that I am looking for. I don't have to feel guilty for saying no. 
because it's not personal and it's also not my problem. My only objective, and I do it kindly, obviously, and of course I pay anyone for anything that they do, even if it's just for a test, but my only objective is to find the right person who is going to fill this gap in my current business as it stands at the moment. So I think in the past, I would have been really fearful of saying no or or I would have been like oh my god I'm not good enough they've asked me for more information which means that I'm obviously not giving enough information which means that I'm not a good enough business owner I'm not a good enough entrepreneur I'm not I Emily Chadwood I'm not good enough I haven't given this person what they need oh my god whereas now because I've been really working on stepping to the into the new identity of who I need to be to drive my company forward instead of feeling like that I've been oh, and I have had that thought because Quite often, we can't control the thoughts that come into our brain, but I've just chosen not to attach to it as my truth. I've been like, oh, there's a thought that I'm just not willing to be. I am instead going to remind myself that there is a second truth, which is that I have given you a brief and you can either follow that brief or you cannot follow that brief because whatever happens, this is how I work. And it's okay that that's not how you work, but this is how I work. So there's no point me being somebody different so that you get the brief right for us then to work together to only find out that you can't follow the brief because I actually don't, I'm not the sort of entrepreneur that would give, I expect autonomy in the people that come and work for me. Quite a high level of autonomy, actually. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's been a very interesting, so I just want to give you three kind of like lessons that I have learned that I think will just really help you out if you are in business. The first is this, I don't owe anyone anything I am deciding if you are right for my brand and in that process you can also decide that I might not be right for you it's okay if you're like actually I don't think I'd enjoy working with you all good not a problem it's not personal which is the second lesson it's not fucking personal it's not personal and when we are in business, especially when we are running our own businesses and we're girl bossing the fuck out of it and we're showing up publicly online, it feels so personal. Of course it is to an extent, but we have to draw the line between it being, oh my God, a client or a prospective client said no, or a contractor that I might want to work with doesn't want to work with me. And instead of being like, that must mean I am a terrible person, or it must mean I am a failure, it must mean that I am not good enough, or it must mean that that coach is a better coach than me. Instead of having that conversation with ourselves, we just have to understand that it's not personal. There are more coaches than fucking people in the world at the moment. Coaches are everywhere. And I choose a specific coach and that's because I resonate specifically with that coach. That it just works, it just aligns. It doesn't mean that all of the other coaches in the world are shit. It just means that I'm choosing that particular one from the bunch, right? So it's like not letting ourselves take it too personally. So number one, I don't owe you and you don't owe me and none of it's fucking personal. And then the third thing is that I also don't owe you feedback. The amount of people who've sent through stuff that, that I just haven't really vibed with and I haven't really liked and my um, compulsion to coach them, my compulsion to explain myself to them, my compulsion to be like, okay, well, this is what I would rather that you did instead. Do you want to have another go at it? Like, my compulsion to try and, and not fucking offend them 
has been palpable. It has been like forcing myself away. And, and, and at times like deleting like huge, massive long messages, like sales training people. That is not my job. That is not my job. No is a full sentence. Thank you so much for your time and I will pay you for your time. But this is not my vibe. Is a full fucking sentence, full stop, end of. You don't have to excuse yourself to anybody. You don't have to justify yourself to anybody, especially not in business. If it's not your vibe, it's not your vibe, end of. You don't owe anyone. So those have been the three massive lessons. I don't owe you, you don't owe me. It's not personal. And I also don't owe you feedback because it's not my job to make it nice. Like I'm a nice person and I'm great fun to work with for the right person. I'm also horrendous to work with for the wrong person. And so my job is to create the conditions where the right people will come to me and the wrong people will be repelled by me. And that is part of the process. So I trust that that has been useful. It applies to every relationship that you will ever have in your life, whether you are talking, thinking about dating or clients or bringing on new contractors into your business. Um, you know, like really forming the identity of being the curator of your business, being the curator of your life, being the curator of your social group, the curator of your romantic relationships. You get to decide the boundaries. You get to decide how people come into your experience. You get to decide the conditions around that. And you don't have to explain that to anybody else. You don't have to justify that to anybody else. You get to be your own boss. Thank you so much for watching. If you've loved this video, please comment below and make sure you give it a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. If you're interested in my Friday emails, then the link for you to sign up to those will be below. And if you're listening to this on the Unashamedly Human podcast, thank you very much for your ear holes. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, let me know. Share it to your socials and tag me. You can find me on Instagram at unashamedlyemily. And the full video version of this episode is on my YouTube channel, Emily Chadbourne. Remember to subscribe and join me live next week. All details are in the show notes. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>